Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio, joined by Randy Exton. What's up, man? <laughs> In uh, the badass studio, the badass studio, I days like away, days, minutes away from Utah. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's exciting. It's our Iron Circle experience. Uh, if you're missing it, you're missing out. Let me tell you. Do I gotta make sure I have clothes? I don't have any cold weather clothes. I mean, I'm lucky to have sleeves on in the podcast studio, let alone pants on. You know, paint, exactly <laughs> right. Do you have you know, any pants on? We'd probably make great money if that was the. <laughs> That's a different. That's a different different topic, but <laughs> for a different day, different day. But Sundance is gonna be great. Um, what do we have? Like forty eight hours. We're there. Or another seventy two, yeah. something like that. We're yeah. there. So big change. I mean, it was. I guess the weather's gonna drip, drop here, but it was what almost eighty degrees here yesterday. Oh, it's great. And we're headed to the snow. So yeah, whatever. I've got really a, awesome. I've got a keep jacket that I'm gonna wear. There you go. Thanks, keep. <laughs> uh, this episode, guys, I want to talk to you real quick about really the difference in why. Six-week challenge style marketing is is no better off than running a systematic trial. So years and years ago, we ran challenges. A lot of you are running challenges now. It was all the rage. It was six weeks, 500 bucks, get your money back if you hit your goal, all that stuff. And there's been tweaks and adjustments and you know all these different things that you can do to kind of put lipstick on that pig. Um, but after doing the math, you're no better off doing a, well, depending on your price point, you're no better off doing a six-week challenge than you are doing a systematic trial. And there's a huge difference between the type of person that comes in and signs up for a trial versus a uh, oh, yeah. challenge, right? So um, <laughs> just kind of set the tone here. Trials. Trials are literally, you know, a trial to your gym. You can, you know, argue that maybe a six-week challenge is a trial to your gym as well. But in essence, a trial, the way that I'm talking about it, it's something that is offered all year round. It's evergreen in nature. You can change it from seven to 14 to 21 days, whatever you want. But basically, they're, they're a member from the point that they do a trial versus... They're, tra- say, they're trying your membership. Trying exactly, your membership. Exactly the services and what you get in a membership. Right. And that's a big differentiator yeah. between that and a six-week challenge. Mm-hmm. So now, a six-week challenge, there's bells and whistles. There's nutrition programs that are specific to that. There's, there's seminars and kickoff meetings and there's extra weigh-ins and there's groups and there's post requirements and all this hoopla around a challenge membership in your gym, mm-hmm. right? And if you do the math, at least at this gym and many of the gyms we work with that say have a $99 a week a membership week. Um, in six weeks on a $99 a month membership or $99 a week membership, you're getting, you're collecting $600 on the six week challenge. You're collecting $500. So right off the jump, there's a difference in revenue, revenue generated, sure. generated. Now you could argue, well, I get all $500 up front 
versus I get 99 a week for six weeks. So at the end of the six weeks, essentially it's the same yep. revenue. Now, in the six-week challenge, the way it used to be done, there's some potential for refunds. Correct. So are you really collecting all of that anyway? The, the answer is 100% of the time, it's not going to be yes, so it's going to be no. So you're some revenue less than $500. Yep. And so now let's talk about the difference in clientele. There you go. This, this is this is where this yeah. is where I think I think the biggest difference between the two is really uh, you know rele uh, relevant or or you know right in your face. Number one, six week challengers or anybody on any challenge coming into your gym is literally focused on the challenge. They're yes. focused yes. on they're focused on the time frame that you have sold them as the goal. The goal is the challenge. When I get to the challenge, I've, I've hit my goal. There's, there's some that won't continue. There are some that will continue. But in our experience, there's a big mindset shift between the people that disappear on week six mm -hmm. and the ones that stick around for seven, eight, nine, ten more, you know, whatever weeks down the road. Um, many of them who hit a goal or let's just say it was 20 pounds. And even if they hit 10 pounds, they're ecstatic. They're ecstatic. They're they've now checked the box Yep, and they're done. Yeah. They've, they've hit their goal and they're moved on to something else. Congratulations. You win. You yeah, win. It's just, it's over. And then they're done. They leave. Yeah. Yep. They're, they're very wrapped heads wrapped around finishing the challenge. Now it does take a special, you know, individual gym to really focus on, you know, selling them into the six week challenge up front, but somewhere in the middle saying, Hey, this isn't, the, this is just the beginning. So it's kind of, I, how do I put in the marketing, in the sales process, mm -hmm. the six week challenge is the solution somewhere after they sign up six week challenge is not, not the, the solution. solution. Yeah. You have to resell that. And that's the thing. I mean, there's, I don't want to say ethics because it, I don't think it's necessarily like immoral but the conversation is definitely more hook bait, you know, hooky. Um, it's not as simple as having the discussion around, hey, we're, we're beginning a fitness journey or you're continuing a fitness journey. Like mm -hmm. it's more, what can I do right now to get this sale and then hope that once they're in my gym, I'm going to be able to convert them from there. But the things that they're doing to hook that person are just short-term minded. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 that's exactly what it is. It's, it's cutting off your nose to save your face type of thing. It's it, it, a lot of the gyms that I see doing the trials have gone to that because they're, they do, they lack systems. They lack the understanding of marketing and how to actually market their memberships. So what they do is they throw these things out there that are flashy, you know, get a lot of attention, but they're hollow. You know what I mean? Like they don't turn around and convert. You're not having a, a, a legitimate caring conversation about this person's fitness journey, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's lose 30 pounds in you know, a short period of time. It's, cr it's crash diets. It's nutrition programs that are, or, or diet guides that are, you know, half the calories these people should be consuming. And it's like anything for this short term win, despite what we're doing for the future. Right. And that is not the way that I look at any aspect of your business as to how it should be done. Right. And so, right. yeah, understanding a good, or creating an evergreen trial so that ultimately left versus right, what you're trying to do is expose people to the memberships. So if they're in a six week challenge and they're not experiencing a membership, 
mm-hmm. you still have to go do that work that the other half of the gyms are out there not doing. Yeah. Or, so, or doing as part of their normal trial. So we have the an episode, if you go back, it's the, like, the four types of trials. If you want to listen to that one, it really talks about the different ways to, to present a trial membership mm-hmm. to the end consumer. And within those, it's all about all four of them. It's a journey. It's, this is the beginning of a journey. It's not a two week solution. It's not a 30 day solution, not a six week solution. Yeah. It's a lifelong solution. And the trial is just a way to, to, to try it. it. It literally, I mean, I, there's no doubt in my mind, you have to allow people to try your services, especially when they're making a, a big commitment like mm-hmm. this for, you know, they're changing their lifestyle. Right. And this is huge for a lot of people. So you have to, you have to less, at least let them try it. Now, what we're saying is not only is the trial better, but you're actually making more revenue with the trial and you're setting them up for long-term success in the evergreen trial versus that challenge <laughs> style marketing. You're just, it, they're just so opposite of each other. Exactly. You couldn't be more opposite. Attention gym owners. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Join our exclusive Facebook group, Profit Accelerator, and unlock the potential to scale your gym to $30,000 a month and beyond. In the Profit Accelerator group, we're going to focus solely on helping gym owners just like you win. We offer regular training sessions and share our best proven strategies to boost your business. Join us now by searching for Profit Accelerator on Facebook. Be part of a community that's all about success and growth, the Profit Accelerator, where gym owners thrive. All right, now let's get back to the show. Even if it came down to... The because using the six week challenge specifically because of the hook because of the way that that one was so positioned, it pinned the client against the gym, as opposed to a trial where you guys are on the same team. Like mm-hmm. our objective is to get you the results that you desire, but it's not at the expense of oh when you go do this now here's the money and I get to go watch you walk out the door. You know, do you want your client to get the results or do you want the revenue that you were supposed to have? Why not both? Why not both? And that's, that's really what it comes down to is you can have both with the trial. And I, and I really think that gyms that run the six week challenge are working way harder than they have to. Then let's ask that question. Why is it not only, okay. So the consumer, we, we get why they exist, right? The end user, the consumer, the gym member. Why what exists? The trials, the the six week challenge style trials, right? Because to the end consumer, short term, all inclusive, easy to justify. So from a marketing standpoint, like that's why they exist in the marketplace. Correct. Why are gym owners still choosing to do it? Why? Well, they're being sold into, you know, by these agencies that put produce these challenges very well. They've been sold. But, and it's also a, the naivety of a gym owner not understanding the differences between mm-hmm. the two and the gym owner seeing the big money signs that come with, Front 50 end. challenges at five, $500 a piece, 25 grand. That's what they see. Yeah. That's all they see. Yeah. And, you know, and they see a bunch of people in the gym and it means they're successful. That's what they see. But what the reality is, is you, you've set yourself up for a long list of problems to solve as you go. And you have to work twice or three times as hard to service these clients than you would a nice, steady, evergreen trial member that's coming in as a member from day one and you onboard them the same all year round your team understands it there's no hoops to jump through there's no flares and fireworks that go off it's very 
predictable. Yes. Very steady yeah, Eddie. That was, and it, I'm okay with that here, especially when you get to a certain amount of members that, hey, you know what? Slow growth is better growth than 50 people in and 38 of them out and, you know, in two months. And I'd rather have 12 members on trials paying 500 bucks-ish a month for all year. You know what? Like, as you were going through that, it just... It's like throwing this, the six week challenge is like throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks. I mean, it is, it's all over the place as far as, you know. And you're getting a bunch of people that aren't good fits anyway. And they don't want to be in your gym. They want to lose the, whatever that goal was. And that's all they care about, right? right. They, they don't care about days, you know, six weeks in one day type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the intent of the person, the prospect that you're, getting from a trial versus the challenge challenge entirely different. And Mm -hmm. so I actually think that gym owners are, we we know that they're doing themselves a disservice somewhat on the the revenue. Now you're attracting a difficult client, but why are you doing this? Like the whole idea here is to make an easy onboarding process for yourself. And yet everything you just choose, you, you chose in this challenge is mayhem, right? Like chaos the hardest clients to deal with, um, the potential for giving back half of the revenue for in a lot of those situations, or even rolling them into memberships and having that conversation. Twice. Right? Because you have to do that then if somebody does hit their goal and say twice. Exactly. It's not just, hey, you're paying for this up front. And let me ask you one bigger question. During all of this going on in the six-week challenges, what's going on with your current members? Yeah, that's exactly. How do they feel? What's going on with them? I always, we always use the analogy. I always bring up direct TV or like, you know, those subscriptions. It's, it feels great to have a new membership with a uh, satellite company or cable company. You mm-hmm. get everything that trial ends and it's like, boom, twice the money, one quarter of the programming, and you're going to be happy with it. Yeah. That's what you get. You know, and that's how, that's how fitness, these fitnesses, businesses, they're setting their whole business up that way. They're front loading everything and then they're stripping it all off and saying, hey, move into our membership and this is what you get. And there's, you're going to be a bunch of gyms listening to this episode. Tim, you're absolutely wrong. Yep. Sure. You know what? I could be wrong for you, but I will be honest with you. I'm pretty, I may be wrong, but I doubt it. <laughs> you ever seen that one? I may be wrong, but I doubt <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, I just see it because look, guys, it's been years, but we used to do this kind of stuff. Sure. And we didn't know any better. Well, you almost have to try it. You almost have to do things like this to understand how difficult this that way is versus the way we do it now. You learn, live and learn, right? Absolutely. And maybe some gyms that are doing it with great success right now haven't gone the full cycle of seeing the repercussions of lower EFT because you're giving a credit back on the upfront revenue. And now you've got more members paying less the mindset of those members. I got all this stuff now. Why don't I get it then? You know, like all the, all the struggles that you may not realize yet. Yeah. And, and this would be a, a flare shot up to kind of give you a heads up warning. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people out there that are listening to this and you're like, you're damn right, Tim. Yeah. I'm, we, I, wish I, I wish I would have heard this uh, a long time ago, which by the way, episode 50, 50 talked specifically about this. So I know we're on 300 and something, but episode 50, we, uh, we broke this down and we said that, Hey, look, there are pros and there are cons, but I think the cons outweigh the Far pros. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and, and all of this to be said, most often these challenges are done in gyms with lower price point memberships. Mm-hmm. Because they have to, 
They just almost have to. And so a $500 upfront deal to a gym that's selling a hundred dollar a month memberships, that's like a godsend. I'm getting five months up front. Are you kidding me? Or $150 a month. That's three and a half months. Like that's huge. And so I would challenge you to look at your memberships first, but then also look at how you onboard members and maybe just go with the trial. I was yeah. going to say the same thing. Look at, and, and maybe take a, a step back and look at the long-term revenue generated. We're big fans of client lifetime value. I'd much rather have a client join my business and be with me for three years, you know, service, servicing them in a membership than three times the clientele coming in every six weeks you know, in a, in a fast paced turn and burn revolving door style, because mm-hmm. we know those, those clients are not, they're not the clients that we, uh, that we want or that are seeking out fitness journeys. These are, you know, they're, they're, it's like the quick group fix. on days, a quick fix, Magic the pill. pill, exactly. That's the individuals that are taking gyms up on these types of offers. You will struggle to keep that person in as a member because they don't want to be here. So instead of going and creating this whole uphill battle for yourself for this, by, because you chose this marketing style, consider something different, right? Well, it's not it, a... How I, you know how I know what you're saying is true? The, per, the person that's uh, you know, coming in for the quick fix, it's because those people wait, they, they do it, and then they don't join, and they wait for the next challenge, and then, and then join that one, and then they do back. it again, exactly. and they do it again. If, that, if you see that happening... People are joining the challenge over and over, but they're not joining a membership. They just keep joining your challenges. That's your case in point that you're not attracting the right person. Wouldn't you rather have that person on board full time? Yeah, of course you would. But then you're like, well, I'm not going to turn down their money. Well, I challenge you to kind of reconsider that because all the work up front, you're not really helping this person. Maybe, yeah, yeah, I did, Tim. They lost 20 pounds. But when they come back in, they have all 20 pounds back. Did you really help them? No, you didn't. So, what are you doing? So, you know, that's the challenge. No pun intended. That's the challenge for you as a gym owner to really consider what you're doing with your marketing. Because what you're doing in your marketing is and will hurt you by attracting the wrong clients into your gym, into your business over the long term. And that's exactly what I'm saying. Take a, st- a 40,000 foot you know, view of the business rather than like, hey, in January was great revenue. You know, sure it was. And then March, your gym is empty again, and you're trying to figure out how the hell to get people back through the door. But, you know, if, if we, we've gone through this, and the one thing I wanted to drive home was the reason Tim and I have such a big opinion on this is because we were in the trenches doing this, not only for his gym, but we had, you know, samples of other gyms with this data over and over and over. And, you know, our experience was we, we did more reps than most gyms got, you know, for years. You know what I mean? We mm-hmm. did more challenges in one month than, than it would take these gyms to do in three, four, five years. And mm-hmm. so we saw the, the great potential in the upfront revenue and all those explosive numbers and the great things, the pros. But we, we got a very good example of what those cons did fast. And then we watched, you know, those members not want to stay. And, uh, you know, we used your, we did it here. We, we felt the pain of it. Our, you know, our other clients felt some of the pain over the years and, there is a better way of doing business. And that's what we're, what we're here saying is, yes, there, that you might be the anomaly too. Maybe that is, maybe this is the one thing that you guys do. Perfect. But in our experience, the averages across the, you know, the, the hundreds of gyms that we've seen, probably more do this. It, it just, it crushed. 
mm-hmm. and it was a really difficult way of doing business. Really difficult way compared to what we were doing now. Yeah, compared, right? You live and learn. So anyways, there's your flair. There's your warning. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully this, this episode helps you kind of see the bigger picture. If you're stuck in the weeds right now and you're doing these, phase it out. I mean, there's plenty of ways to do it. Go back and listen to another episode that we did the trials on. I think you're, you're going to find that there's just a better client out there. You just, you just haven't talked to him yet. All right. So hopefully this helps. Until next episode, guys, keep changing the lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies, seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.